0: Hi everyone, this is Carrie Bellog. I am the founder and chief groupie of Brand Groupies Consulting, where we obsess about your brands. Build your brand, rock your brand, and fans will come. Welcome to the Brand Groupies podcast. Um, Today, I am honored to have uh, Jessica Carroll here with us today. She is the founder and owner of Organista Home, formerly known as Organized by Design. And they are a premier company uh, located in Monmouth County. And you go to them when you need to declutter your life or space. And uh, I'm so excited to have Jessica here. She is such an inspiration to me. And she's going to tell us how she, does it and how she built this brand and uh, how she juggles it all and you know her team is all over they're in monmouth county they're in the tri-state area and they are uh, decluttering homes and making people feel more at peace and um, really uh, you know rocking it in this in this area so thank you so much jessica for being here
1: well, thank you so much for inviting me. It was such a huge honor. I'm so excited. And surprised. Organista Home, here we go. Carrie's been a big pusher, and, uh, you know, the universe is pulling, and it's time. So, yes,
0: it's a big announcement, and we're we're ready. Yeah. Um, I love the new name. So, if you don't know, uh, Organized by Design has been around. When did you start Organized by Design? In 2011, actually. Oh, okay. So, we're going on 7- Years. Yeah, going
1: into eight years now.
0: Super wow, excited. congratulations. Um, so I'm so excited about your new name, Organista Home. So I want you to tell everyone um, how you came up with that new name and what was the you know inspiration behind that.
1: Sure, absolutely. When I started uh, in 2011, I had no idea where it would go, where it would take me. It was just an idea. And I just kind of test ran it for a few months. And I'm like, wait, this could be something. And so now it's going into the eighth year. And... I didn't know as much as I do now, and Organized by Design has been taken by various people throughout the United States. And I wanted to grow it nationally. And for me to grow my company nationally, it meant that I had to make a change. I had to find a unique, one-of-a-kind name. And so I went to M Studios in Asbury Park, who's very talented, and we brainstormed. We had uh, development sessions and all kinds of things, and they gave me five options. And then this one just felt like home. Mm-hmm. This was this was the one. It was a little fun, a little feminine, a little quirky, and it, it just, uh, you know, and nobody else has it. I I love it. I love it. And M-Studio rocks
0: too. Um, Fantastic. So you started, did you start alone and then you added your team uh, organically, like when you first started the business? Sure. Absolutely. It was probably uh, going into my third year,
1: I had phased out my part-time job. I just didn't have enough time to do it anymore. I was working uh, for a school in Asbury Park and I just didn't have the 10 hours to give them anymore. And uh, so it was during the summer and I came down with pneumonia and I said, something's really wrong here. And what I figured out, like, you know, came to the conclusion was that, you know, juggling the business and four kids and things like that, I didn't have enough time for me. So then I said, something's wrong. You know, my business shuts down when I'm not here and I want to provide my services to more people. So that's when I started interviewing for my first employee. So I brought her on uh, part time, and then maybe six months after that, I brought another woman on. So it just started to grow like that organically out of the need that that I realized I needed help to not spread myself too thin. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how it all happens. But it, you know, I was afraid to let go for so long, and then once I did, you know, luckily I was able to employ several women and uh, you know help them support their families. So that's very excited.
0: That is, that is awesome. And so from the beginning, was it mostly word of mouth people finding out about your brand? Or did you do any marketing or advertising or anything?
1: Sure. Uh, when I started in 2011, I was part of a women's networking group. And it was for something I wasn't passionate about, but the group was dynamic. It was WIP, Women in Power. And I had watched an episode of Hoarders the night before, and at the end of our group, uh, our meeting, we have this question you can pose to the entire group. And so I was like, huh, I'm going to just see. So I decided that I was going to take the question that night. And I so to the group of 20 women or so, I said, you know, I wa- watched an episode of Hoarders. Is this organizing thing actually a thing? Do you think it could be a thing? And half of them raised their hands and hired me on the spot. They insisted there was a need, and they were willing to, you know, let me figure it out. And so, happy to report, we're over 200 clients to this date. Wow, congrats. Thanks. And I would definitely say it was started with the friends, and then it was word of mouth. People were saying, oh, well, I hired this girl, and she helped declutter my life. And people weren't aware that this was even a career or a possibility or, like, a lifeline that they could have access to. Mm -hmm. So, really, word of mouth is the biggest tool. And then, since then, our Facebook presence has grown, So that helps, too. The before and afters, people can, you know, really visualize their situation in uh, the pictures. I had a woman follow me for probably two years on Facebook, and she finally had enough courage to hire me, and she said... When you posted the ironing board in the master bedroom, <laughs> I knew that it was my time because that's my house and I deserve help. So, you know, the pictures just grab the attention and catch them at the right time. So Awesome.
0: And I think people don't realize by decluttering your home, it creates a sense of freedom and peace and there's an emotional... Uh, attachment to that. And so I feel like um, your brand actually makes people happy. Haven't you had um, some reactions or some emotional responses after they've seen the the finished product or room for people? Absolutely. It's so emotional
1: for people that feel bogged down and stressed and overwhelmed and they avoid certain areas of their rooms or their homes, you know, that they pay a lot of money to own. So you'll get tears of excitement or joy or relief. You'll see the family unit, the the stress levels released. The husband and wife now are happy because one was pro, one was against. And, you know, with the kids, the kids enjoy their space again. There's less tension. So there's a lot of benefits in the process
0: of decluttering. So it really improves life all around. That's that's really cool. And so tell us a little bit about your your process. So, you know, if someone calls you and they say, hey, I I need help. What do you what do you usually do? What's the next step and the services that you offer exactly? Sure, absolutely. Well, I have clients when they reach out, they're
1: generally ready to go. So I, you know, offer a, a consultation where I'll go over and we can talk about it. Or the other option is just to get started. I actually like the second version better just because we could talk forever and ever and ever. We could (laughs) make plans and we could do this and in six months and when we're free, but that just prolongs the process. I like to jump in and get started. So once they're comfortable, let's go for it because we can make a significant impact in just a few hours where Mm -hmm. they've been waiting their entire lives or years or something like that. So when I get the call from the person, the actual person, it's go time.
0: hmm Fantastic. Um, my next question was, you know, how do you, how do you brand yourself? And, I, and I'd love for you to talk about your, you know, your networking groups, and I feel like you're out there. You have your face out there, and people know you as the face of the brand. So what have you found that's um, you know, most helpful now with um, promoting yourself and your business?
1: Well, the first thing is really our word of mouth, testimonials, our referrals. Our clients really value us. They really love us. And so they're doing most of the talking for us. So we come in with our orange shirts and I have my orange water bottle and I have my orange pen. And, you know, so I hope that when you see orange, you're thinking about me. Mm -hmm. Um, But really, I think the brand is that the work that we do and that feeling that we give you when we leave. Mm-hmm. So that's really, you know, the brand, you know, when they want that peace of mind or that relief, they call us. I have a client that, you know, I have two clients that pretty much get us in there at least once a week to their homes because they work so much wow. better at mm-hmm. home. Their lives are stress-free and they know that they can focus solely on work when their homes are organized.
0: That's so it's fantastic. worth you know, their investment. Absolutely. And I think, you know, when people talk about brands too, people aren't sure what brand Branding and brands meet, you know what the definition is to a brand. And I always say it's really evoking emotion. It's how it makes you feel. So when people think of Organista Home, they have that feeling of ah, oh, you know, happiness and, like I said, peacefulness. and it's um something that translates when people talk about you. It's like a passion. they're They're really excited and how it makes them feel, yeah,
1: know, absolutely. Go end. for you know, the Zen feeling and the tranquility. Mm-hmm. That's what we really try just to, Give them a little breather. That's mm-hmm. our biggest goal is to help them enjoy their lives, not be so stressed out. There's so much to be worried about. Let us take care of your space.
0: Yep, I, I love it. And um, I was going to ask you, too, how um, uh, or what advice do you live by? Is there anything that you, uh, a quote or anything that you pass along to others? Sure. When um we work with a
1: client. We really try and make them feel really special. We're their biggest cheerleader. We make sure they're, you know, they're drinking, they're staying hydrated because it is so emotional and it's a big connection. And it's a big deal for them. It's financial, it's physical, it's time. So, I remember the one quote I read from Mary Kay, the cosmetic founder, and she said that, you know, her tip to success was to make sure one of them at least was to make sure when you speak to someone they feel like they're the most important person in the room. So when we work with our clients, we give them our utmost attention. We really want them to feel good and safe and cared about and you know, we check in and you know, we do care about them when it's a holiday or a birthday, we try and reach out and just, you know, how are you? How are things? And you know, that's how we show that we we are different than the rest. Mm-hmm. We really do care about them and their
0: situations. That's great. It goes such a, such a long way. Okay? <laughs> and, and uh, say someone wanted to start in this industry, they wanted to start their own um, business. Would you give any advice to someone who is looking to quit their day job and start something on the side? Is there anything you would have done differently to, to, um, you know, start out maybe in the first year or two? Sure. Um. You know, in my
1: What I had done is I was working part-time, and I slowly tapered it off. So I think by year three or four, I just didn't work at all. It was solely this. So try it, test it, see how, you know, persistent and diligent you are because it's so easy if you're not that way. It can completely go by the wayside, and then you could be in a lot of trouble if you're not smart. So I would say there's definitely more than enough room for organizers. There's plenty of work, plenty of people in need but you really have to have that the tenacity to keep you going otherwise mm-hmm. you
0: know it's just probably won't work out. Mhm. And I and I also think having that passion um figuring out what it is you really want to do and going all in and living it and really owning it and wanting it so bad that you're willing to sacrifice other things, you know, to maybe you're not going out every night on the weekend with friends you're really Focused head down on on the business and um, how how did you figure out this was it like this is what you want to do Did you organize when you were little or are you <laughs> <laughs> What's your sign? <laughs> uh, I'm a Virgo. Oh, so I was that just going. I was just going to say you're probably a Virgo, but <laughs> I am. I Didn't am. want to risk it, but I sh-
1: <laughs> Yes, that's me. Well, in hindsight, looking back, I can remember into elementary school staying in from recess and organizing the book bookcase at, you know, in my teacher's classroom and getting like the special Valentine's pen for doing it. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, my girlfriends growing up, even back to elementary school, I remembered walking into their room and seeing the closets overflowing. And I was just baffled. I'm like, what is going on here? Like, how does that happen? Because I grew up in a neat orderly house. And so I would go and I'd help them organize their rooms and clean up their rooms. And I mean, it even evolved up into high school. I remember... You know, dating guys and their closets would be overflowing, <laughs> and I, I couldn't take it. So what I would do is I would declutter with them, and then I would donate it locally. So yeah. my uh, family has a big background in giving back and mm-hmm. to the people in the the community. So I mean, I remember my great uncle Ellie would come to dinner on Sundays, and he would be wearing like the flannel shirt that my you know ex boyfriend had donated two years ago because I just couldn't deal. I, the volume that people had was just mind-boggling to me. I just couldn't get over it. So in hindsight, I've been doing it probably my entire life. And, um, yeah, and then I started working in an after-school program.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I saw children that came in that really, children and families that had nothing. Mm. And so it really started to make me reevaluate. You know, my kids didn't have a ton of things, but they had a lot more than they did. So I started pulling stuff from their, their toys, their supplies or whatever. And I realized my kids didn't even notice the stuff was gone. And then here I brought in new toys to the kindergarten classroom and it was like Christmas every Mm -hmm. single day. So I was like, something's really wrong here. You know, there's something, you know, that's not right. And I think I can fix it. So, you know, in my community, there's always people like, oh, I don't know where to donate this or on Facebook. And so I really started to become an advocate saying, oh, well, come donate it to, you know, my after school program. And I remember giving them, you know, bringing in all kinds of toys that they could pick out. And it was like a big deal where most kids wouldn't even bother with certain toys. Mm -hmm. These kids were like, thought it was the best thing in the entire world. Mm -hmm. So it was so life changing to see, you know, and giving them clothes, you know, they come in pajamas.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: And so like, That was more rewarding. Just seeing it going firsthand to the kids in need was huge. So it kind of, like, sparked, like, this is where I need to go. This is, Mm -hmm. you know, this is kind of where the path is leading me. So, and, you know, I'm happy to report, you know, I'm
0: doing it for a living, which is huge. And you donate. I I mean, I see some of your pictures. You're like, this is going off to different centers. And so there's always that, you know, aspect, which is fantastic. You're really doing such an amazing job and everything so uh, very cool um, but I, I want to also mention not only you know did you um, start this company you also started soar which is an amazing day and it, it's an event for women I'd, I'd love for you to tell everyone more about the upcoming one on uh, April 4th sure
1: absolutely uh, the organization is called soar it sees the opportunity and rise women's symposium and we, my partner and I, Jen Tumiyung, she and I got together and we really felt that there was a need uh, to gather women together to leave them inspired, to tell them stories or share stories and to get a bunch of women who kind of needed a day to connect with each other, to be inspired, motivated, to grow, to learn, to share, to connect. And so we kind of tossed it around for a year or two. And then it just really felt like last year was the year. So we decided to pull it all together. And the first store was held at the Avenue in October, and it was a smashing success. And I wouldn't say it was, you know, it wasn't about the finance, it wasn't about the money, mm-hmm. it was about the connections. All the women there were divinely guided to us for some reason, and the stories they shared or the stories they heard the little nuggets they picked up was life-changing to a lot of them Uh, a lot Mm -hmm. of them i've followed on facebook and all of the sudden the next day besides seeing them connect in person they started doing these big things that they had always thought about but didn't have the courage so they just needed a little Mm -hmm. like a little something a little nugget and they found that in the symposium so next day i saw all of these women launching their projects and their products and So it was just such a beautiful thing to see women, you know, just getting that little ounce of courage Mm -hmm. to take the step that they needed to fulfill their, you know, their dreams or their goals. And, you know, and then the women that spoke, you know, they were divinely guided to us and you know, meant to connect with you know a member in the audience, and uh, just to hear that. I mean, right after Sora had ended, you know, women came up to us and just couldn't stop thanking us. And you know, Jen and I were like, "What do we do? We just mm-hmm. had a space and we had people talk." But uh, it was really instrumental to a lot of people. The first one was dynamic, and the second one is going to be even more dynamic. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, you're speaking. I know. I'm, I'm so, so excited honored. to have you. So honored to be
0: invited. <laughs> Thank you again. I'm, I'm excited. It's going to be really fun, and I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, I mean, and the Water Witch Club is exclusive. They only held 12 events a year, so they led us. And uh, before we had the ocean in front of us at the symposium, it was very symbolic. And now we're going to put you on the top of the cliff mm-hmm. so you feel like you can do anything. And uh, it was, you know, we very specifically chosen. And Patty Lennon, who will be returning with us, she gave a dynamic speech about just jumping from the cliff, jumping from the rooftop, and so she really planted the seed for our next location which, you know, will be there. So, it'll be quite spectacular for sure.
0: Awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Again, it's Wednesday, April 4th from 9:30 a.m. to 3:30 p.m. And you can get your tickets at seizeopportunityandrise.com. Again, seizeopportunityandrise.com. And I, you're almost sold out. You have a couple of tickets left. Yeah, just right? a few, just so, a
1: handful. Get so. your
0: tickets um, and uh, catch us. We have some amazing session leaders and panelists. And uh, I'm just so honored to be in- invited. I'm going to be talking about manifesting your dreams. So <laughs> She has
1: the best story, the closet story. <laughs>
0: so I can't wait. I'm prepping my uh, my speech, but uh, I cannot wait to meet the amazing women and just connect um, that day. So I'm really looking forward to it. So thank you again. And um, is there anything else you want to add about your business or any any advice um, uh, for you know building your brand? Because you're such an inspiration. You've done this. You have four children. You're, I mean, you're you're really rocking it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and, uh, and making it happen. And you and you really support other women. You give back. I mean, you're really making a difference. So thank you. Well, it's very uh, important to me to see my kids and to
1: be a good role model for them and to inspire them to do not necessarily the traditional nine to five or the corporate, like you can do something else and make an impact and really change the world. And so, you know, they aren't so happy when I roll up to school and I have a minivan full of black bags that they have to jump over. And they're like, please don't open the door. I don't want anybody to see us. I'm so embarrassed, Mom. Why do you have to? You know, but they help me go drop off the donations and they get it. And... uh, you know, I hope that'll stick with them and they'll always give back to some extent whatever they decide to do. But, you know, I want them to have that balanced feeling that, you know, they don't live in the clouds, that, you know, it's all over. Mm-hmm. And to be aware of that, that's huge.
0: Well, that's great. Well, thank you so much again. Thank you so coming. much for having and me. And I'm going to throw yeah. out your your Organista Home. It just launched. Organistahome.com. Check it out. And Organista Home on uh, your social Channels, so um very excited for your new name and logo i know you're such a (laughs) i love it i love it and thank you again for for joining the brand groupies podcast it means a lot and thanks for coming well
1: thank you so much for having me it was a
0: huge honor and i super appreciate it anything for you girlfriend thanks (laughs) (laughs) have a
1: great day thanks you too